recently headed down to South Georgia for a training opportunity utilizing uh, carbines. It was a distance carbine course with a bunch of really great guys. Uh, specifically, I got some time with Mark Smith from JBS Training Group. Maybe you've heard of this guy. Uh, he came up through the ranks fairly quickly to achieve the... Uh, the rank of USPSA Grandmaster. And he quickly moved into the training space, and I think he's doing some pretty cool stuff. Now, we covered a lot of ground here. Uh, like I said, I think he's an interesting dude who has a lot to say. Uh, I listened and talked with him over a couple of days before we actually did this episode out on the back porch um, at the, the arena training facility down in uh, Blakely, Georgia. We had an amazing setting there. We are outside. You might hear some crickets, some bullfrogs, and maybe a little bit of nature and what you're also going to hear is Mark talk about what he calls the weight of the gun, and that being a heavy one, uh, more specifically around uh, responsibility. So anyway, sit back, enjoy Mark Smith, JBS Training Solutions. I want to tell you about Bioprotein Plus. It doesn't matter who you are, guys. It doesn't matter how you train, how good you eat. It's happening to all of us. Our HGH human growth hormone, the master hormone responsible for our workout recovery, our performance, our metabolism, and even our libido, it starts to go down. So that's where Bioprotein Plus comes in. It's the first of its kind non-synthetic alternative to prescription HGH hormone treatments. So how does that work? Well, you can get all the benefits of HGH without any of the needles, side effects, or irritating or annoying doctor visits. Best part is Biopro Plus, well... It works super fast, it's easy to use, and it's 100% safe. So when I connected with the BioPro Plus guys, I asked them to send me what they wanted me to say. And that's what they wanted me to say. So here's what else you should know. If you listen to the show, then you know I'm pretty particular about what I put into my body. I understand the science behind the stuff, and having had my own experiences over the years, I wanted to find out a little bit more about it. So the BioPro Plus team sent me a 30-day supply. Super easy to do. It's liquid formula for the night and the morning. I hold the stuff under my tongue for about 90 seconds, and then I go ahead and swallow it. That's it. Here's what happened right away. Quality of my sleep, better. My libido, through the roof. Recovery from my workouts was dramatically cut down, and my overall sense of well-being was markedly different. And we're talking this happened within days, not weeks. The bottom line, this is the only change I made in my diet. I didn't change my workouts and my lifestyle during this little personal experiment is exactly the same as it was, and I feel fucking amazing. All this with no needles, no prescriptions, and no weird shit to worry about like when using exogenous hormones or anabolics. And if you know, you know. Remember, this stuff is completely legal and totally safe. So if you want to fix the way you perform, look, and feel, go to www.bioproteintech.com or you can follow them at bioproteintech. When you get there, make sure to use code IRONSIGHTS for $30 off your order. Welcome to Iron Sights After Dark. During my 25 plus years in the fitness industry, I've always been passionate about expanding my physical, mental, and hard skills to be prepared for whatever life might throw at me. From fitness to firearms and beyond, taking a holistic approach to being prepared has led me on a journey to seek and share both knowledge and skills from expert resources in the civilian, LEO, military, and first responder communities. The mission of this podcast is to help others expand their capabilities and knowledge of preparedness while building strength in the community that shares similar goals and values. So ultimately, we contribute together and grow together.
Please let's start me. again. I just made a rookie move, but I got uh, Mark Smith, JBS Training Group in the house. Mark, what's up? Proud to be here, man. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you sitting down with me, taking a few minutes. We've got the uh, we got the porch here at the Arena Training Facility down in Georgia. It's hot. It's buggy. And it's muggy as hell right now. Like, this is the hottest I feel it's been all day long. It's home, man. <laughs> it's home. Where is home? Uh, upstate South Carolina, farthest northwest corner. So I got uh, my, my I guess you would call it like actual home base uh, there. And then uh, we also have a place down in uh, a little town called Beaufort, South Carolina, which is just south of Charleston. So it's in between Charleston and Savannah. So we kind of bounce back and forth. I feel like I've heard of Beaufort. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, so that's where Paris Island is for the Marine Corps uh, Training that's Depot. That's probably where. Yep. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah, I, we're down here uh, training with uh, the Mike from Precor, Fred from uh, Counting Coup, and uh, a whole cast of characters. Some pretty talented people in their own right doing some really cool things. Very knowledgeable men. Yeah, and it's just been like I've, I, what I was saying before was I've just been trying to be a little bit of a fly on the wall. And listen to all the conversations, you know, beyond the distance carving stuff that we're that we're practicing. Just kind of listening to how people approach things, but also listening to the people, just who they are, where they're from. Mm-hmm. And uh, I understand you're, you know, you're coming from the civilian side of things, mm-hmm. uh, where a lot of the people that are down here are coming from, you know, military backgrounds, maybe even some law enforcement backgrounds. Um, but uh, the civilian piece and just with what you're doing with your training, that seems to be coming, becoming more popular as we're seeing more civilians enter into the space. Just like to hear a little bit about how you kind of got into this and where this comes from. Um, so we got married in, in, in 2011, had my first child shortly there after that. And um, I've always taken my, my responsibility as the protector of my family pretty seriously. And so, uh, and I've also never been a guy that enjoys doing things I suck at. So it's, you know, it's always been, very strange to me how a man can go shoot a 157 on a golf course and have a great day. Mm. Like, this is weird. I, I don't want to go. How does that relate? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to go. Like, I'm, so I'm either, I'm either going to get better at it or I'm not going to do it. Like, I understand why everybody's drunk out there. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's, uh, I feel the same way, man. Yeah, it's weird. I, like, I, you know, and, and it's not like I don't feel any kind of way about like if that's what if that's you, man, like like do your thing. But it, I'm not going to do it. The why um, is an interesting reasons. Yeah, yeah interesting and reason. um, so the fact that I believe what I believe and, and the way I felt about being, you know, the protector and and, and all this kind of led to the the pivoting point of okay, well, you can't choose to not. I, I knew I was going to carry a firearm defensively. I knew I was going to do that. Like mm-hmm. that was that was an obligation I felt I had. Okay. Um, and so the answer was I, I must get better at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for the longest time, dude, I really thought like I was squared away. Like I, I really thought I was good to go. Right. Because, As a shooter, you mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because like I could hit all the beer cans on Thanksgiving Day. Nobody else in the family could. I'm good. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I, I can actually teach this if you like. You know. <laughs> and um, and I, I I went to my first ever um training class curriculum course. Uh, because the internet said I should, not because I thought I needed it. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't seek it out, thinking that I needed help. I sought it out as more of an ego-based thing to fulfill my 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 self-image, right? Um, and I jumped in with both feet. Went to Frank Proctor Shooting School um, down in Alabama, and uh, and I, I say this a lot. I, I saw men doing things with with pistols that, to me, looked like magic tricks. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was bizarre. Um, I'd never seen anything like that and, and they didn't, they didn't miss a lot, which I thought was strange. Cause like, I thought everybody was just <laughs> like missing, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and so 
you know, at that point, a really good friend of mine, Alex Hartman from Bridgeline, uh, has taught me a lot. And one of the mm-hmm. things he, he kind of told me about uh, one time, he's like, man, there's, there's something that's known as the burden of knowledge. And the burden of knowledge is, you know, it, it can be a multifaceted thing. Uh, number one, it's how much stuff that you forgot you didn't know. Uh, number two, it's now that you possess the, the objective information you must now make a decision, right? So like I, when I left that class, I knew that I was not as good as I thought I was. Mm-hmm. So now I got a decision to make, right? Am I just cool with that? There's a conscious and Right. Am I, like, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that until then. Mm-hmm. But like now that I know it, now I got to make a decision. And to, to maintain a level of um, uh, mediocrity uh, manifested in, in, in my brain as, as negligence, uh, and, mm-hmm. and I, I can't, I can't do that. Um, yeah, I believe that, um, there are things in this life that if they were to come to fruition would be worse than dying. Um, as, as a, as a Bible believing Christian man, like, uh, everybody always goes straight to death. Well, you could die, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, dude, de- and, and I don't mean, I don't say this braggadociously or, or from a, from a macho perspective, but like death is the easy part for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, I'm not afraid of that at all. I'm afraid of failing. And living through that, yeah, right, and so like the consequences of right, it, right, and a good example, right, back in the day, man, I, I was I was real big on like being like crazy strong. I wanted to be like crazy strong, and so uh, at one point in my life, I was two hundred fifty pounds, and, and I was really strong. Like I was doing the five hundred pound deadlift stuff, the five hundred pound squat stuff. I wanted to be a member of the you know the fifteen hundred club, yeah. like all the things, and um, and I was sitting there watching my kids one day, man, and, and they had just got done with swimming school, and they were swimming off the dock. We we live on a little peninsula on a lake, and. They were like, I don't know, 40, 40 yards out, um, which was significantly farther than they typically were. And they, uh, they had, they had like nothing. Like they, there was no floaties. There was no nothing. And I remember watching them and it, it gave me like a sense of anxiety. It's like, Hey y'all, you know, like, come on, come on back in, man. You're freaking me out. And I remember thinking like if on that dock, out there. like, dude, if I had to like jump in and swim to my kids and save both of them, if they both started to go under and then bring them back. Right, like, could I do it? And if I couldn't, who would I let go of? Wow. And I remember thinking, like, I can't do that. I'm, I'm not going to do that. And so I mm. decided, okay, I don't really care about being able to pick up a Volvo. I care about being able to move. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I need to be capable, right? And it's the same kind of thing with the shooting stuff. Like, I don't, I never strive to be like, like, like the greatest or anything like that. I just like, what, what is good enough when that context is on the table? Yep. You know, and like there is no good enough. There's always more. Mm-hmm. And so I started pushing for it, right? Uh, went to my first ever match because the internet said I should, right? And um, <laughs> right. and I got I got like beat by like dentists and 15-year-old and girls and stuff. And and I didn't like that. I've heard this before. Right. Mm-hmm. And um and so again, like now I got a decision to make. Like, what do you intend to do? And um so I decided to to get crazy about it. And um did I, uh, I was, what's uh, crazy mean? So uh, just, or, I mean, I, I take yeah, you as a type that's like, you're going all in. Yeah. So for, for, um, uh, for anybody that understands or knows anything about USPSA or, or anything similar, there's a classification system. Uh, the very bottom is D class and there's C, B, A, M is master, G, M is grandmaster. And, uh, my dad always said to me, the difference between doing something and not doing it is waking up one day and deciding, right? Um, Simple principle. And I, I woke up one morning and I decided that I, it was just a personal thing. It wasn't like to prove anybody wrong or to, to be anything like to anybody. It was, I wanted to be classified at the top of my, my craft. And so I said, okay, uh, this was 2020, 
it might have been 2020, 2021, I can't remember. Um, but I, I said, I, I will be a grandmaster in USPSA by the end of this year, come hell or high water. Like, I, I will will it into existence. And so I didn't really know, like, how to practice. Yeah, I was going to say, what does you know, that I, mean? Right, do you right. even know so, what you're committing but to? But what I do know is, is that if you will give 100%, and I do mean 100, I'll say 110 because that's impossible, but 100, not 90, but if you will give 100% effort for an extended period of time, something will happen, mm-hmm. man. Like you're going to be somewhere at the end happen, of that, yeah. right? And so I didn't know what to do, but I had a willingness to do anything. Okay. Like I'll do anything, right? Um, and so I was a uh, I was a B class shooter, and um, that pissed me off because I could do grandmaster level stuff in the backyard, but I couldn't do it at the match, right? And so I said, okay, I'm I'm going to will this into existence. I'm going to make this normal. And um, I got to a point where I, I started out doing dry fire uh, for the first time really in my life. And I, I dry fired a lot. And then I dry fired some more because I started to see the benefits mm-hmm. of it. And then it became like this rage. And at uh, a certain point in that year, I was doing uh, an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening. I did that for 47 days straight. And hmm. I went from B class to grandmaster in four matches. Wow. And um, I had to appeal the the board uh, quite a few times because they thought I was they cheating. They thought it was lucky they thought or was something. Che- they thought I was cheating. Because nobody does that, right? And that's not to like put myself on a pedestal. It's just to show you, like, dude, if you if you'll decide, like, you can be, you can be, like, why are you afraid of being great? Mm-hmm. You know, like, why why can't you tell me more about about your excuse? You yeah, know what I mean, like, now what I'm not saying is is that this is for everybody because you have to understand, like, I did this at my own detriment. Like, it was at my own self sacrifice that I that I achieved this goal. Meaning. I miss I miss dinners. I miss like ball practice. Yeah, there's consequence to this. I, like I I just I decided that I was going to find a way, mm-hmm. and in four months, uh, or I'm sorry, three months, I did it. And um, so from there, like yeah, I, I was I'm, just gonna I, say, so like now you've arrived. What is right, that? What, I, what's so next? I was really excited about it. Um, at at that point, I had already begun teaching, and the way that happened, uh, I don't I don't know how many of your listeners are you know, spiritual in any, any effect, but, you know, regardless, uh, I am. And, and so this is what happened, man. I, uh, I was a plumber. So a lot of people don't know this. I was a plumber for 15 years. Um, I'm a fourth generation Smith plumber. My grandma was the first licensed master female plumber in the state of South Carolina. Is that right? Yep. Uh, we, we run pipe, man. That's all we ever did. <laughs> right. And so from the time I got out of school, even as a, as a young boy, from the time I was 12 years old, I've been doing this, right. Uh, the, uh, the old men, when I used to go work on their houses and stuff, they were all kind of, they were, they were kind of questionable. Right. And they were, they were like, well, how long, how long you been doing this? You know? And they, they asked me and my little like one liner was that I, I came out of the womb and her mama's water broke and I fixed it. <laughs> 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 you know? And, uh, that's how long I've been doing it, fella. And so, so anyway, and that was the truth, right? That's all I ever did. But that, that job, man, like never fulfilled me. Like I, I never felt like I was doing anything with my life. I get it. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm a very extroverted person and like, I want to, I want to help people, man. And I want to like, like build relationships and I can't do that under somebody's house. Yeah. Right. And so I'm sitting on my freaking, uh, workout bench. I got, I got a barn up behind the house with a little home gym in it and sitting on the workout bench run one night. And like, I'm sure you, you know, based on your stature, you have done this before where like you just sitting around and like, you don't want to go to bed, but you don't really know what you want to do. So you're just going to go lift some weights yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's what I'm doing. I'm sitting there and, and I, I had this crazy thought, man, you know, a lot of people say, you know, uh, you know, God speaks to them. That, that don't, that don't mean audible all the time. Right. And, and maybe not any of the time. I'm not sure. But for me, it wasn't audible. It was a, uh, it was a very intrusive thought that I knew immediately was not my own. And it was like, what can I do? Like, you're supposed to take your gifts and, and go do things with them, right? So what can I do? And the thought was, well, you could go love on men and teach them about shooting. 
And I, and I remember mm-hmm. thinking, like, that's crazy. Like, who, that's crazy, who, yeah. who am I? You know, like, I was still a B-class shooter, for God's sakes. Like, who am I, you know? And, um, and dude, it's, it was, it's been so wild. Like, it, and I don't want to spend an hour getting into the details of it and all, but it, it, it's essentially, like, dude, within, within six months of, like, stepping out on faith on that idea— uh, I, t- I told my mom I wasn't going to take over the company. Me and her ran it. Uh, she was uh, uh, the 51% owner so we could get the minority contracts and yeah, all that kind of yep, stuff. Yep, yep. And, um, and I told her I wasn't going to take it over. And she was like, well, if, you're not, if you don't want it, I'm selling it. And, and like that, and I was like. So there's no fallback plan here, bro. Nope. We're done, right? And, mm-hmm. and I always had it in my mind. I was like, well, I could, I could build something new, right, if I had to. And, and it still is in the back of my head, right? Um, but I was like, man, I, this is, I'm giving up a lot, right? And um so I decided, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to, for the first time in my life, I'm going to do something that scares me. And, um, by, by June of that year, that was New Year's Eve night, uh, 2020. And by June of that year, um, I had been, uh, hooked up with primary and secondary and was on my way to Utah to teach 19th special forces group. And, Wow, and like so many different How about jumping from yeah, the f- frying pan into the fire, dude. Man? It was it's been so nuts. It's been so freaking nuts. Like even now, right? Like, like yeah, like I go to some matches and I do some stuff. Like, but like, who am I? You know, and like, who who am I to be sitting here doing this? They call like, that who, imposter yeah. syndrome, man. I know, I know. I, I've looked it up, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, but it's uh, I don't know. It's it's so surreal. I've, I've been very fortunate, and um. You know, man. As, as as long as the good Lord keeps putting hind ends in seats, I'll I'll keep talking, and and that's kind of how how I ended up doing this. That's I'll, how I ended up here. That's a great story, and, and I mean, it's just a you know, it's a story of of perseverance and and commitment, you know, and 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 doing the doing the things. Man, I it's I understand what you're saying. I I just don't, and I I don't want to like sell myself short because like that is true. But I I I really do feel like in in the pit of my soul, man, it's. It's far more of a uh, li- listen to what you're told to do, man. Hmm. Like that's more of what. Like I'm not doing this. Like I'm convinced I'm not doing this. Like hmm. he's doing this, and I, I'm I'm just doing what I'm told, right? And I, and it, again, I don't mean to like sell myself short. I believe I sell the best product in the country. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it, right? Because hmm. uh, if you don't sell the best product in the country, why not? You know, like you should be striving for that. But at the same time, like I can't, I can't take credit for this. Like I, I won't take credit for this. That would be that would be dang near sacrilegious for me or to do that. Like in my opinion, and, and so, um, yeah, man. Like I, I, I do the best I can, and I and I give people a hundred percent, and I and I do try. I try really hard, uh, and I'm constantly pushing. But like, I do it because I got a I got a job to do that I was told to do, mm. and 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 that's what it is. Yeah, I think um, you know, having that calling. Uh, is what's lacking. I think a lot of people are kind of tiptoeing around from the instructor space perspective because yeah. a couple of reasons, you know, for me, I think it's like, it looks sexy. It looks cool. You know, we were talking about the fitness industry for a minute there before we got started and, you know, t- personal training and working in a gym and that kind of thing. It looks sexy and looks cool until you get there and you realize what the job is. Um, and then, you know, that, that there's a disillusionment, right. Of there, of what it is to have to, to work like that. But on the flip side, there are people that may not be that great at fitness, right? They may not be that good at instruction yet, but they have this passion and this will to just, they have to do this. They just know it. Um, and it may take them a little longer to do it. It doesn't take them three months to become a, you know, become an expert at anything, you know, for, for, for a lot of people. But yeah, that, that it, they just know in their soul, you know, well, in their core, this is what they got to do. Well, and, and, and one of the things, man, that, 
I'm, I'm very fortunate to have and, and a, a thing that I try to at least crack the shell on and, and, and give to other people, man, is, is that I think that the reason that a lot of people are the way they are is because of where they get their identity from, where they get their fulfillment oh, from, man, yeah. right? And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, I, I don't, I, I, I like you a lot, right? I, I do. You, you, I, I have not found a reason to question your integrity. I found you to be a nice guy to be around, you know, and all this. But like, what you think about me does not change my course. I agree. Yeah, I hear right? that. Like, yeah. I don't because I don't get my fulfillment from from whether or not mm. you like me. Yeah, you know, and 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 um, and I think a lot of guys though they they get their fulfillment from from followers, likes, and comments. Somebody else, you know, and yeah. and, and like people, other people telling them that 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 they're doing good, you know. And it's like, man, if you if 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 you if like the magician at the at the toddler's magic show, like all the toddlers think he's great, but he's he's just a trick. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, I do know what you mean. And, and, and so it's like, pretty insightful, actually. So you yeah. think about think about where you get this fulfillment from, and if it's worthy, or if it there, if there's weight to it. Because yeah. if there's no weight to it, then what are you really? What are you doing? You're tricking yourself. What man. are you doing? Right? Yeah, I, w- I wonder. Yeah, I, I, again, I think this could easily go to you know where this comes comes from is likes and comments and you know those kind of things. Uh, I think there's there's a deeper level to this too, and it's that they go to some. They go somewhere else to see how they're supposed to do it. They they want to do this versus they feel a need to do it. And then they go to someplace, somebody else and they watch, well, this guy's doing it this way, so I should do it that way too. And they're using that as the roadmap or the framework for building the business and the persona and whatever else. I find that to be... Uh, um, endemic, actually, of the industry. I, I don't know how you feel about that. Man, I, here's what I think. And, I, and it's not it's not what I think, right? It's not it's not Mark's opinion. I I, I, I feel that I can say I know this. Um, this is objective truth. There are men that I have had in my courses that I know they want to get better so that they can get what they perceive the dudes at the higher level are getting <laughs> as fulfillment, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I ask everybody that that hits me up on FaceTime tune-ups or anything like that, like, tell me where you are and tell me where you want to go and why. Because there has to be a pay value, man. If there's not a pay value, you won't do it. Yeah, the why. Right? So, like, there is, and, and pay value to, to your listeners that don't understand what that is, pay value is what gets you out of bed when you don't want to get up. Yep. Like, that, that like, wh- why do you want to do this? It's the mission, yeah. You know? Um, so, like, the reason that I do what I do primarily, like, is... I think it's really cool to be able to show my kids that in the United States of America, you can do anything you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's powerful, man. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why I'll get out of the bed. Like, I, I, I'm going to show them. Like, get up and get to work and watch what happens. Right? And as long as it's in willed, right? As long as it's in the, in the right will and in the right plane here, you'll, you can't fail. You know? And, and so, like, that's my pay value. That's why I do what I do. And so, like a lot of guys, though they're, they're coming and they're trying to receive something that's so sh- shallow, so shallow that mm-hmm. that it's like there's no substance to it, man. Like it'll fade away. Like I just want to be no faster. Pay value to I just it. want to be faster. Why? Yeah, exactly. Right? Why? Yeah. Because if the answer is not is not something that's deeper than well, because people will think it's bitching. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're not going to do it. You're gonna you're gonna be tired, and you're gonna want to eat Cheetos and drink beer. Or you'll find some other reason and, and when you don't achieve that. You'll find something you'll find else. a justification. Yeah, I'll find something else. Yeah, or you'll and, you'll seek somebody that will give you that. Right, somebody that'll create an environment where you can win mm-hmm. and you can be self self satisfied. I think with it's that. a pretty good metaphor for where we are at set in, in uh, society right now. Quite frankly, 
but uh, the 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 I guess the question in this would then be who are the people that you're coaching? Like who's coming to you? Oh, you mentioned the government contract there yeah, at the beginning. Everybody, but. man. Everybody. Um everybody from uh I, I just bought a gun and have no idea what I'm doing. My my husband died and he has all these guns and I have no idea how to even work them. Wow. To um you know, I, I am the elite team of my particular area. Mm-hmm. Show me how you do what you do. Like, and, and everybody in between. Um, primarily, it is the, the responsibly armed American male, though. Okay. Um, prim- primarily. Um, and, dude, like, I, you know, frankly, like, I don't really care who you are. Um, shooting is shooting is shooting. Like, I, you know, fast, accurate shooting is fast, accurate shooting, whether it be tactically, competitively, like whatever, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you must overdevelop the hard skills. That's that's a, a requirement uh, to be great. And private classes uh, are available for those that that are not ready for the open enrollment stuff. So all, uh, a lot of the open, all of the open enrollment stuff that I do um, is not beginner based. It's it's mm-hmm. not um, there, there's a, there's an expectation of you, and it's not a marksmanship expectation. It's a Competency expectation. Okay. Competency. Explain this. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the Dunning Kruger effect is real, and there are many men that hear the phrase "this class is not for beginners," and they 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 internalize it as something like this. Well, I'm not a beginner. I've owned guns my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know any better, right? right? So it's not their fault. It's my fault for not going deeper than that with them and and, and helping them understand, sir, you are a beginner, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or it's a, uh, I, I shoot all the time, but what they don't do is they don't shoot in an organized fashion on an actual range with range etiquette in place. Like they shoot on the back 40 at the trash pile. Mm-hmm. So like back there in the middle of the freaking pine woods, like muzzle awareness don't matter. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And so like, they've never been placed in this position. So, um, competency and control is the buy-in to sit at this table. That, that, that's how I explain it. How do you evaluate um, that? So. There is a uh, a page on the website known as the Enlightenment page, and okay. if you doubt yourself, go read that page. And I basically break down everything. Um, if if at any point during reading that that page you feel the butterflies in your stomach, that is your indicator your that you should contact me, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and at the very bottom, right there's a if you if you have any doubts, whether it be a rifle class or a pistol class. Here are your instructions. Go shoot this thing. Do this thing exactly as it's written. Video it. Send it to me in any format, right? Whether email, social media, whatever. And I'll tell you whether or not you're ready because I can watch you and I can tell you that, right? I can watch the way you load a gun and tell you whether or not you're ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I can watch how you move and tell you, you know, whether or not you're ready. Um, there are things in in these courses. Th- these are, in my opinion, uh, based on what I've seen in, in my skill set and what I've I've proven. Um, to, to be better than most at, at most matches. Like these are the things that are very high level things. So like, you know, uh, not to hurt any feelings, but like you should be able to move your body. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you are not mobile, agile, anti hostile, you know, <laughs> uh, if, if you're not able to move, I didn't say you have to move fast, but like you can't you come out here awareness. with like a gimp and a 400 pound gut, man. Yeah. Like you're not going to make it like, right. you know, like that becomes a, a safety issue. And, um, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, dude, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, not sorry. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, do better, dude. Yep. Like, if you're that and, guy that's listening like, right now, just, and, and there, it's okay. Let's I, fix I'm, it. I'm yeah. sure somewhere there is such a thing as I can't help it. 
But I would bet that you would have a hard time finding that. Mm-hmm. Like, like tr- if we're being brutally honest, like, dude, if you can get up and walk to the refrigerator, you can exercise. Listen, man, if like if you can get on the internet, order gun parts, build guns, have all the stuff, shoot in the woods, and, and nobody, and nobody's saying going to go to go to hang cleans, no. right? Like, have you ever laid down and got up ten right, times? Right, just like, do that. Do Let's this, like walk. To just them. do that. Yeah, like whatever. Do something, man. Yeah. Right, and so like. If you can't come to this because of the the prerequisites required for you to be able to move your body, mm. you can't be mad at me about that. I didn't right. I didn't do that. Right. You know? Uh and 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 like, dude, I would be glad to do what I can to help you get over that. But like that that's a you thing. Yeah. You know you're, what I you're, mean? You're you're um, a beginner. Yeah. yeah. Uh because like one of the biggest facets of practical shooting is movement. Mm. You must be able to move. And you must be able to move well. Yep. Right. And understand the principles of efficient movement and all these different things. And like if 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 you can't shuffle your feet without falling over, you ain't gonna make it. Let's talk you about know? that term principles. Let's talk yeah. about that and kind of what people are teaching, how they're teaching it, and maybe the disconnect with the principles piece that I've heard you've been talking about a little bit in the last couple of hours. Or- man, I, I I think so to preface all this, man, I I, I, th- I think and I, I want to believe and I do believe that that most coaches, instructors, teachers, wh- whatever you want to call them, I, I, I kind of I, I feel some kind of way about the term instructor because it's kind of gross these days. I, right? like, I, I have some thoughts know, about that yeah, too. Like, yeah. like, I, I feel like I, I want to be a teacher. Like I'm a teacher. You know what I mean? I look at it as coaching. Uh, I don't want to instruct you instru- what to do. I want to teach you what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, and you understand this now. Like, like teaching transfers knowledge and understanding. Instructing gives commands. Yep. I, I'm not an you're, instructor. You're hitting the, the items on the tick list as an instructor. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to tell you what to do. I want you to understand why, why you're doing it, you mm. know? Um, so, like, and, and it sounds very cliche, man, but, like, um, so I'll, I'll dive into it. So, mo- most classes, so at this point in my life, I've got over 1,100 training hours for everybody from Delta Force to freaking world champions, J.J. Bacaza, Robert Vogel, like, all, and everybody in between, right? And, what I found is the common denominator is, hey, do this thing. See here how I do this thing? Now you try. But but what I'm what I end up trying to do is imitate what you did. Yep. Right? You're trying to replicate right. it. And when I fail, we just tape it and you're like, no, no, no. Let me try, try it again. again right. Mm-hmm. And and, yeah. and it's like, okay, well, I can try. To, to 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 deadlift four hundred pounds over and over and over again, but if like if I just can't do it, you must show me how, like, and, and help me understand why, so that I can do it without you, right? Because right. you can't come to the gym with me every day. Right? What are you lacking? And, here? and so, like, my biggest thing is like, dudes, I don't. Th- my, my class is not a feel good class. Like, it's it's not it's not made to to create an experience for you where you walk away feeling great. Mm-hmm. Like, like you you probably won't shoot your best. Because I'm going to create parameters and environments where I'm going to force you to, mm-hmm. to do something that you're not good at. Mm-hmm. But the difference is I'm going to influence you and explain to you and help you pay so much attention to what is happening that you now understand why you're failing. Because until you understand why you're failing, you can't ever fix it. Right. Right. And then the precursor to that is failing is obligatory. You must. You must fail. Right. If 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 all you ever do is go to the range, right, and you set up a, an Iron Maiden uh, that that is a full size uh, silhouette target at 100 yards, and you shoot at that on 10x with a sub minute gun, and you hit it every time, like you 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 can walk away and say, "Man, I had a great range day. I I, I did everything 
great compared to what? But but what did you do? Right. What did you learn? What did you train? Mm-hmm. You didn't train. You just did a thing. Yep. You know what I mean? And so like same thing with with fitness. Like you must fail. You you must understand what what you have to do here. You know <laughs> the, what I mean? There are many principles to progression and right. overload and pushing limits. Right. And, and so so the difference is in hey Mark, lift that weight. Well, I can't. Well, no, well, no, really. well, well, try again. Do it try again. harder. You know <laughs> try, what I mean? It's like, well, dude, well, dude, like, I don't know what to do, right? <laughs> and so what most people are doing is they're saying, hey, y'all, th- th- this is how I draw the gun. This is how I pull the trigger. This is how I grip the pistol. This is how I mount the barricade with the rifle, right? Do these things. But what no one ever says is, I mount the barricade with the rifle because of this. Mm-hmm. And what I want you to look for is this. This is how you'll know if you're doing it good. Here's what you can take in visually, physically, mm-hmm. right? You can feel this kinesthetically. Here's what you need to feel, mm-hmm. right? And, and now I've given you a set of principles that you're looking for. And because I guarantee you, you're not going to do what I do. Like not to the exact extent, right? Um, like my, my friend Scott Peterson that's here, that's here this weekend. Yep. Like we do completely different things but we do them chasing the same principles. And the reason it's completely different is because the man's like a leprechaun, right? He's well, like, he's like four foot nine. This is the principle of individu- than I am. individuality. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will make sure Scott gets on the terror, but yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's like, what are the principles that you're looking yeah. for? Right. So like I mount the barricade like this with the bag, like this, with the buttstock, like this, with my feet like this, because of stability. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for stability, right? This is a very coarse example, but like, right. Right. And so how does this accomplish this? Well, you want to have your, your feet spaced apart. Start out at, at, at about a, a shoulder width. Take a natural point of aim, view through the gun. If you need to adjust your natural point of aim, right, we, 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 you're not going to do this. You're going to do this, right? You're going to spread your legs apart to gain macro elevation adjustment, right, to adjust the natural point of aim. And then you take your hips and you can thrust your hips forward or backwards to fine tune that natural point of aim. And you want natural point of aim because of, of these and, things. And now we're, now we're understanding what we're doing here instead of just mimicking something, mm-hmm. right? Uh, now, I will say, man, like the most primal form of, of learning is imitation, right? If you if you don't know what to do, you should try to look like somebody that looks like they know what they're There's doing. There's nothing right? wrong with that, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But you will never truly understand what you're doing until A, you figure it out organically, mm-hmm. or B, somebody actually explains to you, here's what you're doing and here's why, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because now what I've done is I've given you the power to go and look for this on your own. You now know, even when this class is over, you now know what you're looking for. And you can continue to train without me being there with you. Yep. You know, and like, that's the most important thing. So let's talk, let's talk about that, uh, figuring it out organically versus somebody else telling you how to do it and the the realness and the challenge that exists there as a coach and trying to help somebody through this process. Yep. Um, so, man, the, one of the hardest things is I have a lot of uh, a lot of men that that'll come to me. They're they're older fellows, right? They're 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 fifty, sixty years old, and they're the lieutenant at the department, and mm-hmm. and they've been doing this their whole career, mm-hmm. and they they got a choice to make here, right? So like, and and, and I ask of every student, like, please, 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 like, try your best to to be objective, right? And just try this. Like, and if you try it, 
and you find it it doesn't work for you, then crap, can it, man? I'm not mad at you. Like, it's fine. but but for the love of God, like Give try, it another, dude. Yeah. Because just because just because you've you've achieved success in your world thus far does not mean that you can't achieve success to a significantly higher level right. by changing something, right? right? And we're and 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 the the elephant in the room with guns is like we're. Like everybody at a at a foundational level is typically talking about defensive use of, of firearms. Yep, that's right? what that's where it generally boils down to at the end. And so, like my thought has always been this, man. Like I I, I think that like anybody that's ever kind of messed with me knows that like I'll be the first one to tell you, dude. Good enough is right. Like it, okay on on the day, good enough is whatever good enough is, right? But good enough's only good enough until it ain't, right? And so like. Works My, until it doesn't. What's what's always been strange to me about like if if you if you're truly training to to better yourself for the defensive use of a firearm, if that ever were to happen, like everybody always is like, well, you know, I, if if you get him in the liver and you get him in the kneecap, you're probably going to make it. And it's like, bro, I ain't trying to make it. Right. Like I ain't trying to survive. Right. I'm trying to thrive win. up in here, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I want it to be not even fair. Right. Like, I want to destroy this person. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't trying to get shot today (laughs) and make it. You know what I mean? Like, this is crazy to me. So, uh, and and I'm also trying to reduce the opportunity of luck that they have, right? So, like, a lot of people don't really consider this. Like, you can have a a significantly demonstrable level of skill that is higher than most, but your assailant has the... the, They have a say. You don't get to take away his luck. They have a vote. Like, he gets lucky, Mm -hmm. right? So, like... Uh, here, here's a good example. Like Pookie and 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 John John in in L. A. today got in a gunfight. Mm-hmm. Somebody won. Yep. And neither one of them are good at shooting. Right. But somebody won because somebody got lucky. That's a good point, right? And so, like, I what I want to do, and and this is where the time piece comes in. It ain't just being able to hit. It's being able to hit like really good practically at an inhuman like speed, right? Like I I'm trying to overwhelm you with energy. Yep. Um. Because the longer I give you to get lucky, the longer I give you to get lucky. There's a higher probability, yeah. And and so if if we're talking about all this stuff, like, then it kind of comes into like, well, what what is good enough then? And then it becomes an undefinable thing. Like, you can't, like, I don't know. Right. Good enough is, but maybe I just got lucky. Yeah. You know, and so how do you, how do you take a man and, 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 and affect him like that? Like, Number one, I think that there there is absolutely such a thing as good enough, right? And it like it, it twists my heart up to say that. Um, a good example would be a, a lot of people talk about, well, cops suck at shooting. Cops suck at shooting. Cops, you know, all oh, they suck at shooting. Well, okay, based on what parameters? Because like if you're talking about like the guys in the shooting industry, like compared to them, yeah, yeah. but like. Would you say that cops suck at shooting compared to 350 million gun owners in America? That's that's a good question. They're significantly better than the majority of the average Joes that bought a gun and never shoot. Yeah, it sits in the safe because they're scared to pick it up. Yeah, and and then the other thing is, is like, man, like when when you say that, and I I tell every class, like, I don't need you to be me. Like, I'm I'm supposed to be the best at this because I do this. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? My job is to teach you how I do what I do so that you can now choose to be as good as you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good point. I love that. But as good as you want to be, like that, that's all that's up to you, man. And I'm yep. sure I don't feel no kind of way about it, right? Um, but like 
if my daughter gets like people don't understand that like the, the coppers carry a gun is a byproduct of the career the career field they've chosen and it's a job requirement not because it's a hobby of theirs right, right? not because they're like all like interested in it or something right and then also like how much of the shooting is a part of your job description bro mm-hmm. like if if my daughter gets raped I need the rape detective to be the world's best at finding rape clues, not shooting, mm. right? If I need my daughter saved from a hostage situation, I need the shooters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, there's there's variables to this. So yeah, like, for sure. I, and, and then the other thing, you're now, not shooting every day. You're going, you're, you're right. And, you're and, definitely and, and going hands-on. I'm, I'm, I'm not belittling, like, the fact that you should be good at what you might have to do. Like, that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, like the dudes that are really, really good should stop like holding that over the dudes that aren't as good as them and saying, oh, well, uh, uh, you know, a, a mechanic shouldn't be able to outshoot a cop. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that, dude. Because like, what do you do when you get home? You shoot and you dry fire and you train and you compete because it's your hobby, it's your passion, it's all you ever do. Go wear a gun belt all day long. Yeah, that's okay. I get you. And then get yeah. home and, and, and see how much you yeah, want to dry fire. Clock out you know what I mean? Bit, like, yeah. yeah. Again, not making excuses for him, just saying like, let's have reasonable expectations here, you know? Um, and then the other thing is, is like, consider why you feel that way and how much you know about how that data is collected and how you've, you've arrived at that opinion, right? So like, uh, for instance, what if, what if I told you a uh, really good friend of mine went out on a SWAT team call out and uh, two men took a shot 22 yards away with a rifle and one bullet impacted, one bullet went over the top of the assailant and uh, tumbled through a uh, lady's house two blocks away and that gets... Uh, recorded as a 50% hit ratio and my, my buddy's real mad about this. He's the team leader. He's like, no, we're, I'm going to PT you till you die, you know, and all this. We are better than this, blah, 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 blah. But then the ballistic guys come in and they're like, no, 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 play it. Hang on. Wait a minute. We recreated this mess and based on the data, those two bullets were both on flight to be an X-ring hit on a B-8 at 22 yards away. What happened was was that one of them got there a fraction of a second before the other and meet moves. And when they yep. cut that dude's lights out, the other one went right over the Just top kept of his going. head. Yeah. So we got two dudes that made two perfect shots, shots. that gets recorded as a 50% hit rate. Yeah, and they're a failure. So it's like, how, yeah. like, like maybe consider that you don't know anything about being a cop, dude. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there's that. Yeah, maybe. Right? Yeah. And, and so like, you know, like we would never say, oh, Mr. Landscaper guy, that's the wrong fertilizer. Because <laughs> we understand, we know dick all about fertilizer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like we are so quick. Everybody knows what the cop should have did. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, I don't I, like. Have you ever even been punched in the face, bro? You know, yeah. like, like, do you know anything about like true, ruthless, brutal violence, or, or are you just kind of sitting there Monday morning QB and stuff? And there's some things that now. Don't get me wrong, man. Like, you've already Texas objectively bad, right? But there's certain things where it's like, dude, like, have you ever even done anything like this? Because like, I don't think you can just sit here and say, well, he should have blank. Yeah. You know. So anyway, I say all that to say. You have to take a man and kind of kind of tug at his heartstrings sometimes and, and, and say, dude, if uh, if the thing you love the most in this world, which is typically children, right, or, or a spouse, was was in jeopardy, would Ooh. you would you choose you, you to show up? Would you choose you? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is no, then you got work to do, dude. Yeah, that's simple. It's a very simple question to ask. Like I, I need the like I'm I'm in South Georgia right now. My my wife and children are home alone. I need the man that shows up when she calls 911 to be Batman. Yeah. So I, I've heard this before. I've talked to law enforcement officers before. A buddy of mine, Chris Curtis, down in South Florida, said the same thing. He's like, look, I, I just want, I just want if my mom has to call, you know, for help, 
that the 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 cop that shows up has been the guy as a force to be reckoned yeah, with. Yeah, that, that has done the training on the weekends. That has taken stuff. He's done stuff on his own time and his own dime. Takes it seriously. Does his dry fire, um, and does that consistently so he can. But be, I'll tell you this, and, and and this is the part that that I want JBS to emulate and to to build. It ain't just the shooting, man. I don't want you to just be fantastic at that. I want you to have a heart the size of a freaking grapefruit, yep. man. Like yep. I, I, like one of my my buddies, uh, Bill Blowers, man. He's he's uh, he's my best friend. Um, it's a very uncanny relationship. Pat Rack Tactical. If you guys are interested in looking it up, uh, Bill's uh, is a very uncanny relationship. He's twenty years my senior. Lives on the opposite side of the country, man. But we 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 hooked up one day, and I, I love his heart. It's it it truly is something special, man. Um, and Bill told me something one time that like proved to me why, why I love that man. And and he said, uh, he said, dude, if you're a kid, like think of whatever context, right? And if you're a kid is being held by the dude, let's say it's some kind of crazy MS-13 super duper hostage situation or something like that. And I go in there and I look through my sights and I know that I cannot guarantee without a doubt that I can make this shot without potentially harming your child I would rather eat bullets and be murdered because the alternative is if I hit your kid and I kill your kid, I'm going to kill myself tomorrow anyway. You got to live with it. And if I'm going to kill myself anyway, I'd rather die by being murdered. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, dude, that is like the most honorable thing I can think of. Mm -hmm. Like, like that's, that's what it is. Like care so much about the innocent, right? And the weak and the, and, and, and the, and the, and the people that need help that you're not only like immensely skilled to help them, but you also have a heart that will choose sacrificial love if that's what it comes down to. That because that's a component, right? A lot of people talk talk a bunch of crap about like, oh well, the the cops suck at shooting, or, or these cops are really good, or the and it, it's like, man, like the shooting is the one thing. So in in order to solve a a, a, a defensive issue or or a life issue, an innocent life issue. There's two components, and people always, like, they, they leave one of them out, right? So one of them is, first, you must have the capacity, the, the capability yep. to solve the problem. Right. If you don't have the, like, if you don't have the skill set, then you can't do anything anyway. Mm-hmm. But the second one, and, and, and maybe even the biggest one, is the willingness. Mm-hmm. You must be willing to go solve the problem, right? And so we see this in Uvalde, right, where there was no willingness involved, right? right? And, 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 and it's like, man— It's heartbreaking. It's— um, it's an emotional thing for me. I, uh, I, I, you know, I, a lot of people are mad. I, I I'm not, I am, I am angry. I, and I don't want to like misconstrue that, but it's more of a, an anger that's rooted in empathy. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, I remember when, uh, when Jesus was on the cross and he, and he looked at the, at the guards down below him, he wasn't angry at him. He had empathy on him because, like, he 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 said, "Father, forgive them. They don't know what they what they're doing, right?" And like, and I, and I feel that for these men because, like, dude, can you imagine living no. with that? No, I couldn't. And again, right? So, like, it, it's not so much like I don't think you should have done this. this shame on you. Like, it is that, mm-hmm. but it's more than that. It's like it's like, dude, how will you ever mend your own heart? Mm-hmm. Like, how can you live like this? Yeah, look at yourself you know? in the mirror every day. I know um, that's, that's a very rough thing to say. I, uh, but, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I could. I, be, I believe with all my heart that panic is contagious and so is courage. Mm. And I, I, from the day I, 
heard about it. I waited, right? I waited for it to unfold because I'm not one to jump to conclusions like a, like a lot of folks. And um, I want to know, like, I understand that I don't know what I don't know, right? And so I wanted to wait on it to play out. But like now that it's played out, dude, and I see it, it's uh, it's a travesty. It and and I believe with all my heart that if one man would have went, just one, the rest of them would have followed him. Mm-hmm. I like I believe it with all my heart, and it's just like it's 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 very very sad um, that we've created a culture that chastises men for righteous violence, right? Like that that takes that from us, mm-hmm. like and, and says no, you need to box that up and, and throw that in the ocean. It's not okay, you know. And, and, it's, and it's like, dude, like as a man who lives his life rooted in loving other men, like you must understand that at some point, righteous violence is the only way. Like it, it, it must occur. It's a part of life. We mm-hmm. live in a fallen world for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. We're, in a, we're, in a, we're in a war. And so like to take that from them and, and, to, and, to, and to make them, like we, we as, as America should be ashamed for, for taking that from them and saying, no, you need to you need to box that up, and you need to more be more palatable, right? And you need to be more more like concerned with with being with people's e- equal feelings. And, people's and, feelings, yeah. And it's and it's like okay, well, that's what that gets you, man. Yep. When you, when you suppress what you call toxic masculinity, when you hate the police, and when you when you when you hire the lowest common denominator because that's all you can get because nobody wants to work for nothing like that. That's what you get. So if that's what you want, then that's what you got, you know. And and so anyway. Back to your original question, like, how do you take a man and make him see this stuff? I, I hit him at the heart, man, and I and I and I I say like, there's worse things than dying, right? And you have chosen, whether it be citizen or professional end user. Like I, I tell a lot of stories about cops, and they're not a they're not stories about cops. They're just stories about cops, if that makes yeah, sense, right? T- like yeah, it, gotcha. it, it, it's not it's not the cop that I'm talking about. It's, it's about anybody that shoves a gun in their pants and walks around in society, right? Okay. You're walking around shoving a gun in your pants and thinking nothing beyond that. Like there's that that's the end of the thought, right? And it's like, dude, you should be very very cognizant of what you're willing to do and when you're willing to do it and how the context may shift that line, right? It's so and, important. And and like I t- I talked to a guy one time man that was a uh a guy that that uh ended an active shooter situation in in a, in a certain place and um and and man like I don't know like dude I got a big heart for people, right? And I'm sitting there w- watching this man cry as he tells me this, you know, and I can feel him. Like I I can f- feel the emotion coming out of him. And he kept saying the same thing over and over. He was like, "Dude, I can't believe how young he looked." Yeah, you know, and it, and it's like, dude, it will it will not go like your fantasy. Yeah. yeah, it's and so what are you willing to do? Right, and how does it look? And 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 let that be it. Like that's what I'm going to do. This is when I'm willing to do it. What I'm willing to do, so on and so forth. And like, if to decide, the willingness must be there, mm-hmm. right? And if the willingness is not there, here, here's the other part of this, right? If if you're not sure. I think you should go home and you should look yourself in the mirror and you should and you should ask yourself that question: Am I am I willing to end a human life, no matter the life, no matter the life, right? And if you don't get a resounding yes back from the mirror, you probably got some soul searching to do. Mm-hmm. And and if the answer is no, dude, I don't feel no kind of way about you. Right. I don't think you're a pussy. I don't think you're a pansy. I don't think anything like that. But I do think that maybe you shouldn't should be, be carrying, carrying a gun. gun in your pants. Yep, because you might cause more problems than you solve. Yeah, and stay off the internet. If you are that man. <laughs> then for the love of God, man, on, on the day, would you not, like, if you knew the wolf was coming, would you would you not want to, like, be as ready as, as humanly possible? 
And, and, and if the answer is yes, then guess what? You don't know if he's coming or not, but you know he might. Mm-hmm. And then the other side of it is, even if he never does, like you, you've, experienced, you've experienced this culture this weekend, like even if he never does, this culture and this striving for excellence, dude, this is the this best way to live. Doesn't stop. It's yeah, the it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether it happens or not. Like this is the best way to live. That's why I wanted to have you, you know? on, the, on the show. I mean, is, um, is, is is that? I mean, having, sitting around and having these conversations and providing perspectives, and you know, you don't have to be right, right? You just, I, but it, nobody here is trying to be right about anything. What they end up doing is, you what you find is this congruency. And and I, I think there's probably a little bit of validation, but not in the sense that I think most people might think about that. Like um, that, oh yeah, you know, this is what we should be doing. I think it's more of I'm not fucking weird. Like I'm not a, I'm not insane. I'm not weird. Where I go Dude. back to home and I'm around people that don't understand. I when I feel like I, they don't understand who I am or where I'm coming from. And if I've tried to have these conversations, they get shut down or they get, they get off onto the weeds somewhere because they don't want to hear my perspective or whatever. There is some there is some validation in the you know what it's okay. That's okay. It's okay. They don't have to understand. Right. You and, know, and, I, and they're probably not going to because if they don't want to, I've, they're I've not going to. I've had people ask me before, like, why do you why do you carry a gun all the time? What are you so scared of? And the answer to that question is, I, I'm not scared of anything. That's not the point. That I'm more aware than you are, and I have a calling that you don't. There's a reality. I, yeah. I, have, I have a purpose that you don't. Mm-hmm. And you know, like like I, I tell guys all the time, man. Like you, you have to define a mission statement, then that helps you define where that line is that we were talking about, right? So, like a lot of people would say. That mission statement would sound something like, I, I want to make it home safe to my family every day. Okay, cool. But understand the parameters that define success of that mission. So uh, if you stop at the gas station, you went into town today. Mm-hmm. You stop at the gas station and there's a little old lady over there getting beat up and mugged on, on the corner of the parking lot. Helping her is not a part of the parameters that define success of that mission. So if that's not necessarily how you want it to go, you should probably rephrase that. My, my personal mission statement um, after weighing the risks of, of involvement and, and things like that, based on my skill set and my, my, frankly, my spiritual calling, um, is I, I intend to fight evil at every opportunity. Every opportunity. Um, because I, it, it makes me feel like my life is wasted if I don't. Mm. That is not me saying that everyone should feel that. That's just what I feel, right? And so, like, a lot of people don't understand the risks associated with such a statement, I am willing to go get involved with the little old lady that I don't even know that and help her. Mm-hmm. I risk death. But again, like I said earlier, that's the easy part. That's that's not the one I'm worried about. I risk great bodily injury. I risk being a quadriplegic and my children feeding me for the next 40 years out of a straw. I'd rather die. Mm-hmm. There's worse things than dying, mm-hmm. right? I risk uh, not understanding my own capability. Sun Tzu, the art of war, know thyself, Yep. Right. What are you capable of and what does that look like? And I, and I mean that, that figuratively and literally through the sights. What does that look like? What do you know you can do and what do you know you might need to change the environment to do, right? You could shoot the little old lady. You could, you could, you could hurt the little old lady trying to help her and now you're the black sheep of the community. Now you got a civil suit on your hands. Now nobody sits beside you in church. Now mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, they know you as that. Yeah. I'd rather die, right? Um, and then the last one, the worst one, in my opinion, um, there's worse things than dying, right? And, and and get ready for this. You could go to prison for the rest of your life for doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. There are men today that are They're, in prison 
for doing the right thing. This is real. Not everything that's that's illegal is immoral, mm. right? And now another man keeps your side of the bed warm and raises your babies for the rest of your life for doing while the right you're thing. in a cage with the people you hate the most. Yeah, because you did the right thing. If you're willing to swallow all that, then you get to take that mission statement. If you're not willing to swallow that, that ain't your mission, right? You must define your mission. You must define your why. Why am I doing this? Why do I get out of bed and do this, right? I believe with all my heart there will come a time where my skill set will be worthy of something, mm-hmm. right? It, it, it'll, it'll matter. I don't know when, I, but like, I, and and I don't th- I don't necessarily even mean a shooting thing. Like I don't. It's just like I, I will. I have helped people based on my ability to do so, right? I have, I have, I have saved people's lives that were bleeding. I have, I have helped people open a car that they didn't know how to get a woman out of it that was smothering to death in smoke. Like I, because of the knowledge I've gained through pursuing excellence of this craft, right? And so if, if, if you're willing to swallow all that, then go help her. Right, but if you're not, then for the love of God, man, figure out what you're willing to do. What are yeah. you willing to risk? Yeah, I think that asking that question and really examining it and coming up with the right answer, it drives the decisions for all the other things that you do. Uh, it the equipment that you buy, right? Uh, the the classes that you take. It creates a purpose for it, you. That's my point. And until you've sat there and really examined that, I think anything you're doing is just kind of wandering out in this dead space. And you know you're. You're hoping that the why hits you, or as uh, I've heard before said, like you're borrowing somebody else's why. In the meantime, you're renting it. And if and if and if you think that your sub two second bill drill is yeah. is, is it, man, like that's that's a surface level thing yeah. that I would I would I would encourage you to look far beyond that. So shallow, right? Like, yeah. why do you want that so bad? Right. No, I'm not calling it bad. I'm not saying you shouldn't strive to be able to do it. I'm just simply interested in why do you care? Mm-hmm. You know, and and if the answer is because I'll make a, a bitching video for Facebook, then, yeah. then, you know, hey, man. More power do, to you. Do it then. You do, you do. You know do. what I mean? But, like, don't be walking around acting like you're some kind of badass because you might not be. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, it, just, I, I, I think the thing that's missing from the shooting community more than anything else is the the ability of, of a man to be brutally honest, honest. with himself, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and examine yourself and, and, and really come to terms with, like, what are you doing here? Because if the answer is you just like to shoot, then dude, exercise your Second Amendment right. Go compete. Go to classes. Go hang. Go to the range. Like mm-hmm. it's fine. But like, if if you're not willing to risk at all, then you might have something to think about, man. Like, what are you willing to do? And and when are you willing to do it? Right. And and how does that context change? Let's talk about that for a minute. So, a lot of people miss the the boat on that one. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna create a visual because I, I I'm a visual guy and it, and it helps me a lot. Um. I want you to think about this. What are you willing to do? You willing to save innocent life? Yes. Okay. Cool. Then watch this. So uh, you're you're in the grocery store, right? And you're and you're and you're pushing the cart around the the produce section because you're not a fatty. You're not in the cereal aisle. <laughs> and uh, and and all of a sudden, the Buffalo, New York grocery store killer comes in. He's got an AR-15. He's doming people left and right and all this. And you look over by the potatoes, and there's a three year old child that's been abandoned. Right? They, the the mom and dad or whoever have left this kid. She's sitting there screaming. He whatever. And they're and they're screaming. They need help. Are you willing to risk your life to go save that child? It's a yes or no question. I'm not asking you to answer it. I'm asking the audience to answer it to themselves. Right? Yes or no? 
the vast majority of people would say yes, right? I am willing to sacrifice myself to go save that objectively innocent human being, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's just built into us, right? That's that's the love of God that's, that's put into us when we're born. That's what we want to it, think. It is what yeah. it is, right? Yeah. But now watch this. That same feeling that you have, I want you, uh, I want you to take that same visual, and I want you to remove that child, take her, take take him or her out of that picture, and now insert a forty-five-year-old grown, able-bodied mm. male. Mm. Do you still feel that same moral dilemma? Now. Uh, I'll tell you this, uh, Mark Smith would say, no, I do not. And I say it proudly because for a minimum, right, a minimum of 24 years of that man's life, no matter the state he was born in, he has had the ability to train and be ready for this moment just like I have. Mm -hmm. And he has chosen not Not to. to. Ignore it. I do not feel the same moral dilemma to, to make my children fatherless in the name of saving him. Right, because he made different choices, and then and now I'm gonna pull on some heartstrings a little bit, right? I also do not feel that same draw to your wife. That's a grown woman, mm-hmm. right? And we've led our women astray, and we've made them think that some man's gonna Let's come on him. some knight in shining armor is gonna show up and yeah, save the day. It's a whole other and topic. nobody's ever sat him down and said, "Baby girl, nobody's you coming. are a beautiful, amazing creation of God Almighty." But but hear me when I say you have not only the ability, but you have the right to inflict brutal, righteous violence in the name of saving your own life. And here's how you do mm-hmm. it, right? Empower them, right? Yeah. And quit telling them somebody's coming to help them. Yeah, right. And so. There's all these things, and, 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 and I'm not saying all this because I think everybody should feel the way I feel. I'm saying all this to show you the depth of thought that I put into this thing. Like, dude, the weight of the gun is heavy, and I ain't talking about the physical weight. Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't, it ain't just shove it in your freaking pocket and walk out the door, man. Like, what are you willing to do? Because I'm here to tell you, look, if you, through your lackadaisical choices and your negligence, I'm going to call it negligence, and your irresponsibility harm my child, I hold you in debt to that. And I don't know how you're going to pay that. And I'm not saying that to scare anybody. I'm just saying, like, I got a problem with this, right? Like, my kids live out here in this world that you're toting a gun around in thinking that you're going to save the day. So, look, man, if you're going to save it, then for the love of God, number one, be willing to do it. Number two, be capable of doing doing it, it, man. Mm -hmm. Like, it's bigger than just you. You are not the most important thing in this world, right? And and so, that that's... uh, that's my thought process on that. I, I you know, I, I, I see a lot of medals be given out to situations that were ended peacefully and, and like, oh, thank God that these people were able to talk him down. And I often, oftentimes after, after gleaning off the details, think that ain't nothing you deserve a medal for, mm-hmm. dude. You were not willing to do what you swore to your community you would do, mm-hmm. right? Like you... You, you, and, and I'm not just talking to a cop. I'm talking to anybody that shoves a gun in their pants that, that, that walks around think, like, like acting like you're going to save my family, right? Like, dude, you've, you've, especially if you're, if you're a sworn officer, like you have sworn to me that not only will you come, you'll be ready when you're you get gonna there. You're going to do it. Yep. You're going to do the thing. Dude, I, I need to trust in that. Yeah. I need to. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't, and if you don't, and it and it costs the life of somebody that I care about, right? Like like my wife, my children. Like I, I'm I'm not a badass man. I'm not, I'm not I'm not I'm not some macho guy. I'm not some some person that that acts like I'm a hardtail. But 
I would be lying to you if I said I wouldn't want to hunt you down. Right. Because I don't care anymore at that right. point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, you owe me. You lied. What else is there? Yeah. So I say all that to say, what are you willing to do and when are you willing to do it? And for the love of God, man, be willing. Like, if, if you say you are, I'm going to hold you to your word, right? Like, I, I think one of the biggest detriments to this entire country is the lack of integrity and the integrity is fleeting, right? And, and it's like, my dad always used to say, you tell a man you're going to do something, you do it. Yep. Even if it's at your own self-sacrifice, yep. you do it because that's all you got. Finish the job. Do what you said you're going to do. Yep. And and so, like, if you're walking around here talking about, oh, I'll bust him in the mouth, or, oh, I'll shoot somebody, or, oh, I'll do this, then, dude, I'm, I'm going to hold you to it. Yep. I'm going to call you bluff. Right? Yeah, I think that comes back to the brutal honesty that you're having with yourself. and that It if, is. If you're doing that for yourself, then you're okay with somebody else doing that for or to you. That meaning... If I see something or I hear some, you say something or I see you do something and I I don't even say the word confront, but I approach you about it. I'll call like, you on it, man. Yeah, if you've been honest with yourself, Dude, then you're not going to have so a like, problem I, with this. So Mike, Mike from Precor, right? He invited me out here and I told him, I was like, man, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you my honest opinion of this course yep. after I'm done with it. Because I, I believe that a true friend tells the truth. Right. Right. So, in, uh, the, not, not what they want to hear, what they need to dude, hear. The book of Proverbs to, to, to lay to lay flattery at a, on a man is to lay a snare at his feet. Mm. But a true friend always tells the truth. Yep. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna flatter you. I'm gonna tell you what I think. Right. And 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 that's what I'm doing in this podcast. Is and it's, it's not it's not an appeal to you to come to class. It's not an appeal to you to to like Mark. It's, yeah. Maybe it's, maybe you're not into Mark. Whatever, okay. dude, that's fine. Yeah. But does any of this resonate with you and make you think a little bit? That's all I care about, right? right? Like, JBS Training Group is is built to make shooters publicly, but it's built to make better men internally. Like, mm -hmm. that's the goal, right? The goal is I want to inspire you. Even if you don't like anything I do, I want to inspire you to be more than what you were yesterday. Like, do better, dude, right. somehow. Be like, better. Like, like in incremental improvement's the name of the game, right? And we always talk about, oh, you won't be a better shooter. Uh, by the way, I used to always hate when I would go to classes and guys would be like, now listen, y'all. You won't be any better at shooting when you leave here. I was like, "What the hell? Like, <laughs> like why do I even come here?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, what they mean to say is, you won't be some like unrecognizable shooter. Yeah, you're when not you going to have here. this huge, but you should absolutely change. have some sort of incremental improvement, sure. right? I just simply want to inspire men to, to take that thought and apply it somewhere else, right? Where, like, how can I be an incrementally better husband today? Right. Not a different man overnight, right? But but lie to me and tell me there ain't something you can do better. Mm. Liar, Charge, yeah, liar, exactly. Like there's always something, dude, and that and that's that starts with lying to yourself. That the 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 the, the honorable, integrity filled, loving, courageous, capable American male is dying. I I intend to do my part to rejuvenate that. I love that, and and and. And I'm not, and I'm not doing it kindly. I'm doing it honestly, mm -hmm. and, and and from a from a like, I, and and I and I hope like the listeners and anybody that ever hears any of this understands that it's not. I'm not trying to hold myself over you or, or to or to do anything like. If I didn't give a crap, dude, I wouldn't even. Do, I wouldn't care. I mean, I'd just be trying to impress you to take your money, like. And but that's not what it is, right? Like I've been fortunate enough to be in a place where like you're. I, I don't. I don't want. I don't want you to come here because, like, I influence you through some sort of surface level marketing trick or something. I want you to come here because, like, you hear what I'm saying and it, it resonates with you, you man. It, yeah. You want. You want some of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know I can do better. 
so then, so then do it. And even if it ain't with me, it ain't got to be with me. Go, go do something. Go run a mile for God's sake. Do something, mm-hmm. you know, like get up, you know, like you have a life to live, dude. And like, you're, you're called to more than this. I love that. I, I love that mission. And I, I, I love that you're, you're talking about the, you know, the caring piece because this will be very short lived. I think for a lot of people, if you don't care or it's going to be very miserable if you happen to make it as a coach or instructor or whatever you want to call it. Uh, if, if, uh, it's just about giving instruction and making a buck, uh, I think there has to be a, a deeper level drive to that as you're talking about the person that carries the gun and having, and having this mission that they, they need to fulfill. Certainly. I think, um, again, man, that's why I wanted to, I wanted to sit down and chat with you and just have some one-on-one time. Uh, and, and, and I have to, I have to be honest, I've, I've heard you before, I've, I've, you know, I've seen you on social media. Mm-hmm. I've heard the podcast. I've spent a couple of days with you now. I think a lot of, a lot of times people have the question, is that dude really that dude? You know, like when they hear, see him like I'm in, the same per, man in on person. Sunday morning, I am on Saturday that's night, what dude. I would say. That's exactly what I would say. And I, I got, appreciate I got, that. I got no reason to be no different. I, I, I don't, I, I, I despise that idea. Yeah. I just, I despise that, that, that character. Whole, like yeah. I, I'm not playing. I'm not, yeah. pl- I'm not, I'm not putting on a show. I'm not like, this is Mark. And, yeah. and, and take it and, or leave it. Yeah, man. And like, you know, like one of the things I, I want people to like internalize is like, even if you, if you like find yourself thinking, I don't really like that dude. Yeah. Like, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's okay, man. Like, that's okay. It's, 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 it's fine. But like, take, take that away and, and, and think of like your favorite superhero or whoever, right? Your favorite idiot or, or, or whatever, whatever sitcom star. Like, what if they were saying this? Would it, would it, would it resonate with you then? Right? Because like the, the, the words are mine, but the idea belongs to a lot. Right. It belongs to a, a couple of different people, you know? And, um, you know, and at the end of the day, man, I, you know, I, I would just encourage everybody, like, def- define your mission. And then, and then train according to that mission and always, always, always be skeptical. Right. Um, and I, that sounds bad at first, but let me, let me dig for a minute. If I I don't think you should ever be afraid of boldly approaching a man that has taken your money and is telling you what to do and saying, why? Asking the question. Why? And asking the third question, you know? Yeah. Why, why is this the way? Tell me more, right? And if they can't explain it to you, you should ask for your money back. Yeah, <laughs> because it's a it's it's a it's a marketing trick. It's a lie. Other than that, and and it and that's a bold word, but it is that it, it is a lie. If they can't explain it to you, other than you should just do it, then either they shouldn't be teaching because they suck at it, or they have parroted this and they don't know why. Yeah. It's somebody right? else's information, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and, and man, like be, be cognizant of that and, and be aware of that because it, it is everywhere. Like it is everywhere. I think there's a words to live by in a, in a lot of different genres, not just this one, but, uh, I think that's the, don't assume the man that's talking knows what he's talking yeah, about. That's the common theme here lately in, in talking with the good ones, man. So God gave you a good brain. Use it. Use it. Yeah. It got to exercise it like any yep, other yep. muscle. Yep. Yep. So if people want to exercise it with you. And, and maybe connect with you for some training or otherwise, uh, you know, I heard you talking about, you know, people that you train and doing tune-ups where you're meeting with them maybe online or uh, or otherwise. Like, how do, how do they find out more about this, man? Man, we got a lot of different outlets. I, I wanted to make a uh, an environment where, like, I understand money's tight. I understand ammo's not, like, readily available to everybody. Like, I, I got it. Um, so... Number one, there's the open enrollment stuff, right? Where it's uh, everything I do is two days or more. Um, 
up to up to three days. Um, and it's it's high level shooting. It's it's shooting to the nth degree. It's it's the peak of human performance. It's chasing that. It's 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 not like if you can't hit the A zone of a USPSA target at 15 yards with no time standard, and you can't load and unload a firearm without maintaining a muzzle control, no matter what happens around you, you should not come to this class. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's just being honest, right? Um, those classes are geared towards the dude who's taken a lot of training and has plateaued and is not sure what to do. And we talk about the mental state of shooting, right? Like there is a mental part. And based on your skill level, that mental part is massive. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's private training, right? Well, I'm not quite there yet, Mark. So so what do I do? Well, you come to private training, I meet you where you are, man. It's sold in four-hour increments. Um, we can do a, a half day at the home range in, in uh, upstate South Carolina, uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina, to be specific. Or we can do a whole day for uh, two four-hour blocks. I, I have men routinely come for multiple days uh, of that, and we take them from, from like, dude, I got no idea what I'm even doing with this thing to, like, okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if that's out of reach, you, you, you can't travel, you don't got time or, or whatever, there's always the FaceTime tune-ups. Those are uh, – I can't remember how much they are. They're less than $100, and it's basically an hour with me uh, on FaceTime, Zoom, Instagram, Messenger, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, talking about, like, like where are you and where do you want to go? Show, show me. Show me what your problem is. And, um, and I kind of walk you through it, like, in real time. And, um, and then the last part is the, uh, the JBS Training Group podcast, which is where we just kind of yep. talk about everybody. Um, like, I, I got a bunch of really cool friends, man, that I've been fortunate enough to make, and I, I bring them on, and I have them talk about their side of it. I you know what I mean? Same. yeah. Um, so all of that is available at, uh, JBS training group.com, uh, JBS underscore training group on Instagram, JBS training group on Facebook. Uh, I just started a Twitter account. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm pretty like, um, I'm not playing. That, I'm kind of so media I retarded. I can't help yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just like writing stuff, like writing words. It gets shared. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, but yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know, if, if, if nothing else, man, like one of the things I want to resonate with and I'm speaking to the normal dudes, the guys that aren't law enforcement guys, the guys that aren't military guys, not that I don't care about those guys, but I'm not those guys. I'm the normal guy, mm. right? Like, Just a dude. Dude, there is there is absolutely nothing wrong with you sticking a gun in your pants and striving for greatness in the name of being amazing at inflicting brutal, righteous violence with a firearm. You don't have to have been in a gunfight to, to care about fighting. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have been shot at before to, to care about fighting. Like, the, the, there's this, this weird thing where it's like, if you ain't never been in a gunfight, you can't talk about it. And it's like, man, like, I am of the opinion that there are certain aspects of gunfighting that you shouldn't talk about unless you experience it. I got it, right? I stay in my lane. But there are other aspects that are basically objective common sense where I'm not obligated to throw my brain in the trash to understand this. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, like... To, to those guys, dude, freaking be, be you know, not to, <laughs> I hate to like quote Jordan Peterson because it's super cliche, but like be a monster, mm-hmm. like strive to be a monster in, in, the, in the face of evil and then learn how to control it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that, is, that is the epitome of the American male. Like, and that's, that's what I want everybody to find, man. Do, do, do more, do better, always. Mediocrity and stillness is death. Um, you're, you're called to more than that. Do, do more. Yeah, man, do more. Man, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, dude, I appreciate you having me. I mean, I know this was, just, this was kind of uh, impromptu and whatever. And, Certainly. 
And uh, we're trying to get a lot done this weekend. You're staying up late. We've got a big day again tomorrow, man. You got that's the common thing. Big drive and all that stuff. But that's that's what these weekends and these 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 yeah, outings yeah. typically are. So I didn't pay to come go to bed. Yeah, thanks for well, thanks for thanks for making it happen for You're me. You're very man. welcome. I appreciate You're your time welcome. and and uh, and I. I'm certain this will bring a ton of value to a lot of people that are listening. And, I hope and, so, man. And, and, and I hope that, you know, part of this is is introducing you to a lot of people that wouldn't have heard about you otherwise or, you know, sure. it would have taken longer for them to get to you. Sure. Uh, so if, uh, yeah, if you like what you're... I, man, I, I, I'm i just in my little corner. I, I just want to help. Yeah, like show, I get that. Like, ask me. If I can help you, I'll help you. If I can, I'll, I'll find somebody that can. Always. I like it's, it's not a... Uh, it, it's a business. Like I, I have to make money to keep the power bill paid, but it's it's more than that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's that's hopefully what we've emulated here. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Thanks, my brother. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Iron Sights. If you enjoyed our conversation, you can support our mission by hitting the subscribe button, leaving a review, and sharing the podcast with a friend. I'll see you on the next episode.